Dr. Mike here. How many times have you been told to eat healthy? Are you doing it? You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. My guest is Dr. Christopher Moore. He has a PhD in exercise physiology and he's a registered dietitian. Dr. Moore was the consulting sports nutritionist for the Cincinnati Bengals and has consulted with WWE athletes and his expertise has offered him the opportunity to speak at the White House, the CIA. He's spoken in over 20 countries in almost all 50 states. Dr. Moore, welcome to the show. It's great to be here, Dr. Mike. Thanks for having me. So almost all 50 states, huh? Which ones are you avoiding? Almost. <laughs> I, 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 have a few, I haven't been in the Dakotas yet. I got a couple up north, <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying my best to cover them all. <laughs> well, if you're going to go to the Dakotas, I, I really suggest you do it during the summer. Yeah, I, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we're going to talk about nutrition, right? And we... we I, 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 in my teaser, I was kind of being a little funny there. I mean, I, we've been told by doctors, nurses, experts like yourself over and over and over again, eat healthy, eat healthy. But I think at the end of the day, you know, people have heard it so much, it just it kind of glosses over. And, and I, I'd like to get a little bit more specific, right? What, what does that really mean um, to eat healthy? And I, wanna, I wanted to ask you this because this is we always hear this, too. How you are what you eat? How how true do you think that actually is, Doctor Moore? Yeah, great great question. And uh, you know, I, I think it, it does it, it very is very true. Um, the foods we put in our body, the fuels we put in our body, is what we're going to give out. Um, the, the how we fuel our body consistently um, makes a big difference in terms of our longevity, in terms of our health, in terms of our just not even long-term, but even our day-to-day energy and well-being. Yeah. So it is true that how we fuel ourselves, we, you know, we are what we eat. How we fuel ourselves makes a big difference. And we've all had the, the, the chance where, or the time where, you know, a big holiday meal, for example, or you're out with friends, you eat too much, maybe you drink a little too much. feels great during it, but then not so good after. Um, we want to make sure, again, that's an easy example of you are what you eat. You fuel your body with poor foods you're not going to feel great after the fact. So yeah. we want to try to, I don't want to say avoid that completely, but minimize those eating opportunities. Yeah, so what, what, So there's a little phrase we like to use here at Life Extension that the average American, you know, the standard American diet, heavy in processed foods, heavy in calories, we're, oh, we're let's see, we're, we're overfed but undernourished. Right. You know, lots, right. Of, I mean, lots yeah. of calorie-rich foods, but that, that aren't really offering... A lot of good nutrition, right? Yeah, absolutely. And they're, they're so abundant now. You know, I've read some recent data where it, it, since the 1970s, we're eating about 600 calories more per day than we were, you know, several decades ago. And that, wow. that speaks exactly to exactly what you just said. We are overfed yet undernourished. So the, the quality of the diet hasn't certainly gone up, but the quantity has. Has gone up, yeah. And we're just eating more. When we think about <laughs> When we think about nutrition, it's really it's it's kind of a seesaw between the both of those, and both are important. Yeah. Uh, so so when we say let's you know so once again we hear an expert say we got it we have to eat healthy. So let let me ask you just some pointed questions about what that actually looked like. And the first thing I want to know is your opinion about how often should I eat? Is because I you know is it three square meals a day? I've heard it's better to do six. Some people are now saying it's better just to snack throughout the. What is your like what? <laughs> Give me some guidelines just on how often I should eat. Right, yeah. It, 
You know, this this was not not to bore you, you and your listeners, but this was my PhD dissertation. Oh, wow, um, that's so, great. <laughs> so we could hang out here for a while. But <laughs> I'll, I'll try to simplify all that. All right, that, yeah, um, that so, would be helpful. <laughs> so you know, so when we think about how often we should eat, there's a couple of questions. That one, when I talk to people about nutrition, is what are your goals? And the initial discussion around meal timing and meal frequency was it's going to help me lose weight. And it will because, or and the thought is it will because it increases my metabolism every time I eat and, and so on and so forth. However, data now shows that at the end of the day, the be-all and end-all for, for weight management, simply weight loss, is, is calories. Now, of course, quality is an issue, is a yeah. concern, yeah. but... When we think about, and there's been data to show, if I eat three meals a day versus six meals a day and my calories are equal, my weight loss or my weight change or weight stabilization will also be equal. So the meal frequency doesn't seem to help with weight loss. Okay. Um, now, from an energy standpoint, from a protein standpoint, that maybe is a slightly different discussion. Um from, and I'll, I'll start with protein. One of the things with protein that's important is how often we do eat it, how frequently, because we don't store protein like we store carbohydrates or we store fat. So meaning if I go out tonight with some friends and I have, a let's say, a 24-ounce steak, that's not going to help me tomorrow morning, meaning it's going to increase my protein synthesis, certainly, because I have a good amount of protein, but then my body will use what it needs, it will excrete the rest, and then by tomorrow morning, I'm going to need more protein um, because protein synthesis and, and, um, and ultimately breakdown seems to be kind of fluctuate throughout uh, the day. Okay. So I need to make sure I'm eating protein consistently. That doesn't mean I have to eat eight meals a day or anything like that. Um, so I think it's somewhat dependent on you and your lifestyle. Gotcha. Yeah. But we want to make sure there's some consistency there with protein, of course, other nutrients as well. Again, though, that doesn't mean there's a magic number of meals I need to eat a day for, for great results. Wait, so let's let's stay with that protein idea because this is another question that even I ask, and I, and I know a lot of my friends ask, is, well, how much protein should we eat? And, and specifically kind of focused on, on us guys, you know, um, especially if we're starting to work out again, we're trying to stay active. Is there a number... Uh, that we should shoot for every day in protein consumption? Mm, there, there seems to be, yes. And so from a, from a percentage of calories, and I'll, I'll get more specific than that, but just kind of give this parameter, it's generally speaking around kind of upwards of 25-ish to 30-ish percent of our calories seem to, we'd, we'd be benefiting uh, from that if they come from if they come from quality protein. Okay. Um, so the, the question's a good one because, Interestingly, when you look at research and, like, are we eating enough? Well, according to the dietary guidelines, yes, we're meeting the minimum. We're meeting what we need. And the the guidelines actually are a huge range. 10% of our intake should come from protein all the way up to 35%. So there's a huge variation there. The average American, last I saw, is eating kind of around 15 17% of their calories from protein. So enough and optimal, in my mind, are two different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're certainly not deficient, but then the, this comes back to, you know, how often should I eat it again? Meal timing is important. And then even more specific than that, like the question you asked, not a percentage of calories, but is there a gram yeah. amount I should look for? Um, 
And really, it, it, it's somewhat dependent on, on your body weight. But the, generally speaking, for the guy who's exercising, maybe who's also aging, which I guess technically we, we all are. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, right? <laughs> and so it, it's kind of in the range of about 1.2 to 1.6 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight is the, the general range that we should aim for. No, so if that's okay, so if I if that's my range, um, it, it, it does does animal protein versus plant protein make a difference? There is is one better than the other. Should I get more? Should I get more of that that amount from animal versus plant? Can you help us with that? Because we're getting more and more questions about animal versus plant protein. Is there a difference? Right. Yeah. So you know that that's certainly a hot topic now. And um, I think, I mean, both are beneficial. And we're very, very fortunate that we have a whole variety of proteins available to us. And, we, and most people do eat a, a decent variety. So the, the reason the question comes up is, you know, basically what people are saying without knowing they're saying it is, am I eating enough, am I getting enough amino acids? So when we think this whole discussion then becomes around what's called complete protein, versus incomplete protein. Complete protein means the protein you're eating is giving you all the necessary amino acids. An incomplete protein means the protein you're eating is limited or missing one or more amino acids. Um, so an, an easy um, way to kind of discuss this is animal proteins, and of course that's you know beef, fish, chicken, turkey, right. dairy, eggs, uh, etc., are all considered complete proteins. They give you all the necessary amino acids. Incomplete proteins are most often plant-based proteins. Um, so beans, for example, or nuts. Um, and there's other examples as well. Now, incomplete does not mean not good, right? Okay. And the reason is because we eat a variety of them. So yeah. typically, you know, we're not living off of just one type of protein or another. When I eat beans, for example, I might have it with rice. Or when I eat bread, which has some protein, yeah. So you're I mixing it, it around a little bit. Butter. Yeah, yeah. So so you could um, you could you could use different varieties of incomplete to make it complete, basically. Correct, correct. And again, we're not unless you're you know most people are eating a, a pretty big variety of protein as a whole. Um, again, in, people in third world countries are more limited. Um, then, that, then it's a bigger concern. But as a whole, we're eating a pretty good variety. Most people are eating a pretty good variety of proteins um, in in most developed countries. Right. Yeah. Now let's let's so besides protein, so that that was great conversation there. But let's move on. What you know again, f- focusing on you know a lot of guys that listen to this show, they they are into um, an active lifestyle. They are trying to eat well. You know they they're. They are trying to exercise, and I say trying, right? We all try. It's it's hard sometimes, but but they're making they're making that effort. Besides the protein, what are some other food sources that we might want to add into our diet just to kind of support more of that active lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, well, one of them that we certainly can't get away from uh, is produce, so vegetables for sure, um, and, and fruit. But those are, you know, unfortunately missing in most people's diets. Um, the average person eats, the last I saw, was slightly over two servings total per day of fruits and vegetables combined. Yes. So we need, you know, depending, depending what you look at, what, what, like American Heart Association or 
whatever governing body, most are saying a minimum of five servings a day total. So we're not even half that. Yeah, that and that's in that so, that five servings though, like you said, that's 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 kind of like the minimum. I know that there are other experts like yourself that would say it probably needs to be more than five servings. Absolutely, yeah, that, that's the absolute minimum, and we're not even halfway to the minimum. Um, so when we think about what else do we need to eat, certainly our, our plate, when I imagine a plate in front of me, I kind of I want to balance it with a few things. I, I imagine about half of it I fill up with, with some kind of vegetable, some kind of produce. I fill up about a quarter of it with protein, right? And that's kind of around that range. It's about the size of my palm of my hand. Um, and then about the remaining corner, some kind of quality fibrous grain. Um, so whether that's, even you know, depending on the meal, oats or rice or quinoa or what have you. Um, so that's kind of, that's generally how I talk about balancing a plate. Yeah, um, that's good. When, when I talk to people about how do I, what, what should I eat or what shouldn't I eat? Yeah. I know the, the, a lot of, because um, I see my friends eat and I, and I know some, some of them don't eat all that great. And, and, and the plates basically look brown um, and mm-hmm. have a, usually a large protein of some sort and some sort of mashed potato or something like that and and, and right. bread you know i mean that's i mean there's no green there's no yellow there's no red there's no so there's no color there's no balance of flavor all that it's just kind of the same thing and i know we got to we have to if we want to as you said have energy and live that active lifestyle we're going to have to as you say balance that plate better um dr moore what um do you take supplements I do, I do. Which would you, do you mind sharing with uh, the audience what you take? Yeah, no, of course not. Um, so one thing I say that everyone would benefit from um, is, a, is a fish oil, high-quality omega-3. Um, and I think fish oil, omega-3, so you don't eat fish and an algae oil or something yeah, else. But yeah. getting a high-quality omega-3 consistently daily, I think everyone from my kids take it all the way to elderly um, should, should benefit, would benefit from it. Um, I take a I take a vitamin D supplement, um, and I will say I don't do it in the summer because I'm certainly out a lot more in the sun. Um, but most months I live pretty far north, I mean, much much further north than, than you in Florida. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I still I, 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 still I feel sorry for you. No, <laughs> What's that? I said I feel sorry for you. You live so far north. I know. I, I know. <laughs> I got to be honest. My wife agrees. She should move. She would want to move down to Florida as well. Oh, <laughs> maybe someday Dr. Moore will be down here. I'd love to see you. There you go. You never know. We could be neighbors. <laughs> um, so let's see. Omega-3, vitamin D. I take a multivitamin every day. My basic insurance policy is, is what I describe it as. Um, and then those are kind of the, the, the basics yeah. that I take consistently. To be honest, and so occasionally, if I'm if I'm happy to be on antibiotic, I'll certainly add in a probiotic, probiotic and a yeah, prebiotic. Sure. Yeah, uh, but well, you you're, you've you've nailed you've hit pillars of my supplement. You've definitely hit all those the big pillars. What I call the foundational supplements. You got the multi. Yeah. You got the omega oils. Um, you know, you got some extra vitamin D in there. Occasional probiotic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're hitting. You're touching most of those. Um, foundational supplements that I that I personally think are important. You know, in summary, yeah. Dr. Moore, what what would you like men specifically, right? Uh, you know, the, the guys listening to this, they're, again, they're trying to be active, trying to eat right. What would you like them to know about nutrition? Yeah, I think nutrition can be very confusing, but I also think that we need to try to simplify and get, get rid of some of the noise that's out there. Because it's so confusing, you don't know who to listen to. You don't know what to do, what to follow. Should I eat high fat or low car or high carb, or should I skip meals and fast or what? I think we need to get rid of some of that noise and go go back to basics. 
meaning like the way I described the play earlier, would if, if people st- just followed that most of the time, they would be really well off in terms of their outcome. Yeah. Again, again, that's half the plate being produce, a quarter of the plate being a quality protein, a quarter of the plate being a, a fibrous grain. If we just simply follow that, eat that a few times a day, um, we'd be really well on our way. Now, that being said, I'm not saying that, that this means we should never, ever eat you know, dessert or fried foods or things like that. Occasionally, absolutely. But... And I run into this all the time, especially when I'm talking to a lot of executives who are traveling all over the world and going to great restaurants and so on. A lot of times they'll say to me, oh, but you know, tonight's an exception. Well, that's okay, but if every night is the exception, then it's actually not an exception anymore. It's actually the norm. Yeah. So you know, we need to think about how often are we doing this. Right. And, again, the basics work. We don't have to out, try to outthink them or try to, you know, try to do the latest fad diet allowing some of that flexibility sometimes, but again, I'll say, if every day is the exception, it's actually now just the norm. Yeah, yeah, fantastic summary. Dr. Moore, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to Live Foreverish for a discount price on Life Extension's multivitamin and more podcasts. Please visit liveforeverish.com slash nutrition. That's liveforeverish.com slash nutrition. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.